Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, want. all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Hello, episode 237 of Your Tech Life. Brought to you by the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technology. And as I heard it referred to on another podcast, they're the people that keep it free. Uh, so without Garmin, your te- tech life couldn't be free. Probably couldn't be available. So um, I appreciate their support and I appreciate you supporting them when you're looking for satellite navigation or GPS technologies. But on this show this week, a few things. I've got a very exciting announcement if you haven't been to the website, spoiler alert, um, if you've been to the website or you're on my email list, well, you already know, but if, you ha- if you're not, I've got exciting news. Um, uh, we've got a stack of calls. We're going to talk TV sales on Gumtree with uh, Nikki Hennessy from Gumtree. Uh, we've got questions about routers, telephones, PC buying, all the good things that I like to think that we do best here on Your Tech Life. And I say we because it does rely on you, you to ask the questions, you to have the comments, you to... Uh, need the help, but also you to give me that help. So sometimes you're listening and you've got a thought on a product or a service or something that can help. Get in touch, say good day, uh, send me an email. Um, I don't mind that at all. Correct me, I don't mind. It's all good. Um, all thanks, as I say, to Garmin. Lots to talk about. Um, I look forward to talking about um, PC buying advice, which is such a common question, and, and mobile telco provider questions. It's um, It's a really simple thing. Uh, but as I say, I have news, and I think I think it's important we get straight to the news um, that I have for you here. Okay, so I mentioned this. Oh, it's got to be two months ago, <laughs> honestly. When the package arrived, uh, I tweeted. I mentioned in the show actually, didn't I? And I said. At the end of the very end of the show, I said, if five people or more tweet me, I will do this competition. It's taken me this long. We very quickly got the five tweets, and I appreciate that from everyone. But I have for you, my loyal listeners, a Lenovo X1 Carbon Ultrabook. It's worth $1,749. It is beautiful. It is thin. It is light. It is a beautiful screen. The one that I've got to give away is an Intel Core i5 with 4 gigabytes of RAM and a 128 gig hard drive. So it's a really great portable uh, solution for you. Um, great, I mean, seriously beautiful laptop. Beautiful. Oh, I'm in love with this device. Um, Lenovo on the X1 range seem to rival the big guys when it comes to design and uh, and usability. This is a great device. It has a um, uh, an interchangeable top-level keyboard. It changes depending on the app you're in. Very cool. I've also got a nice Lenovo ThinkPad backpack for that to go in for the winner. And the second person I draw out will win a, a Lenovo Yoga 8 tablet. Okay. Very exciting. Uh, that takes the total prize pool to $2,197. And uh, we're also going to throw in a two-year license for Kaspersky Internet Security. Okay, that is a solid and reliable piece of internet security antivirus software that'll keep your Lenovo X1 safe. And you know the best part about this competition? 
and I know this doesn't mean much to you, but you may notice that some competitions are just you enter your name and press go. Others, you have to type 30 words or less. That's because when we do 25 words or less, um, we don't have to apply for permits across the country. Um, it's, it's kind of free and easy to set up a competition, but, you know, it's a judged competition and we have to trawl through the entries. Oh, oh, again, this sounds very um, egotistical, but I've gone to the trouble of getting a permit for this one. New South Wales permit number LTPS 1403259, uh, which I believe I should be saying every time I mention the competition, uh, which means all you have to do is go to the website, eftm.com.au, and click on the big banner. You can't miss it. $2,000 prize to give away. Click on that. Then you enter your name, enter your details, press the button, you're in. That do you think. Just put your name. That easy to do. Now, it's going to be open for uh, three or four weeks, so you've got a bit of time, but I encourage you to enter now. Um, I look forward to uh, drawing a winner on, at the end of the month. It is a $2,197 prize pack. The first prize, a $1,749 Lenovo X1 Carbon Ultrabook. Beautiful device. You will love it. Read my full review at eftm.com.au. And most importantly, you can enter at eftm.com.au and do me a favor, uh, tell your friends, all right? Share it with your friends, let them know, and uh, more people can get involved in uh, this great prize from Lenovo. And thanks to our good friends at Lenovo Australia for that. Now, I should let you know also, um, very quickly, that uh, if you're a follower on Facebook, um, I have merged the properties. It's just literally happened as I'm recording, I must say. Um, I've merged uh, Your Tech Life and EFTM on Facebook. Um, look, it, it isn't easy to manage lots of social properties. Um, and as you know, I've got a day job and uh, I love doing this this stuff for you and, and telling you about these things. But, you know, managing content across all the platforms was a little bit difficult. So I've merged those together. So if you were a, uh, a liker, of uh, your tech life you are now by default a liker of eftm uh, if you are a liker of eftm stays the same if you're a liker of both you're just a fan of eftm now so if you are a liker of your tech life and you um suddenly notice an eftm logo come up well now you know why uh it is all about technology cars and lifestyle um it's all great and it's uh great to try and bring you that information on uh, social media like facebook but also at uh, at, you, at Twitter, uh, your tech life uh, at EFTM and at Trevor Long, it's um it's great to get new followers and, and interact with you if you're on social media. So get in touch, say good day. Love to chat to you on social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter. You are listening to your tech life. And thank you for listening, Your Tech Life, uh, via the website eftm.com.au. Get in touch, say good day, questions, problems, uh, anything about technology, advice, anything you like, I'll try and help you out. If I can't help you, I'll do my darndest to find someone who can. Let's go to calls. G'day, Keith. G'day, Trevor. What can I do for you, mate? Um, just trying to look for a, a mobile plan from mm. uh, three boys. Um I've been previous, previously. I've been with Kogan. Yeah, oh, that was a good deal. Over. Geez, that was a good uh, deal, wasn't it? It was mm. until they changed it, and then I went to Aldi. Yeah. Also, it was a good deal, and then it changed. <laughs> and they've changed as well. So I'm sort of looking uh, for the best possibility. I mean, 
it's it's the data that's the issue, really. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Look, um, so the, the next the next port of call after Kogan and then Aldi was Boost. Um, so yeah, Boost, that's what I, I saw Boost. It didn't look my, too bad. My wife's still with Boost. Um, we switched to them after Kogan went bust. Uh, and you know, I, I look to be honest. I think they're they're pretty darn good value. It's forty bucks. Um, let me remind myself now. It's forty bucks for uh, two gig of data. Um, which and again, it, that's come down as well. That was I think three or four before, and so it's come down a little. I can't yeah, imagine that's, that's one. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, and I don't think. Again, I don't run the company, nor do I have any link to them. But I can't imagine they'll reduce that any further because if they made it less than two gig. There'd be no reason to be with Boost, basically. So, I, I think um, Boost is is the best option in terms of those simple prepaid. But then you've got uh, Amazim, um, who have a similarly reasonable uh, prepaid offer, um, which they talk about is being uh, you know unlimited. But it's got four gig of data. It's thirty nine ninety a month, uh, and that's on the Optus network. Yeah, well, I, the the issue with Optus is I live in an area where Optus is a problem. Right, and and you you've you've recently checked that it's not just something you've heard anecdotally. Well, I'm talking to you on it now, but I mean, <laughs> um, so you're with Optus, yeah, right. But, but I needed a, something different from the three boys because I've I've got an old plan with Optus and I'm not changing it because it's a very good value one. And they yeah, want it's to funny how that I'm works, isn't it? To... You stick with yeah. uh, you stick with the old plans <laughs> and uh, you get better value than upgrading. But the one of the things the old plans don't do well is data. Yeah, well, I'm not a big data user, yeah. but uh, my kids are. Right. Oh, as, so as that you was, would expect. That was the difference. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking on the last last option then is uh, BYO phone plans with uh, Vodafone. Because uh, they're doing some pretty good deals at the moment in terms of data. They've got a $45 plan, which is one5 gig of data they've got a $50 plan which has a bonus 1.5 so it's 3 gig of data um, so 3 gig of data 50 bucks um, not a that's a pretty good deal um, I used and I'll be honest I, I use Vodafone I'm on their I think $65 plan getting 5 gig of data you got uh, no issues with coverage oh not at all no I mean you got to and that's why I asked the question have you checked Optus recently because they all change regularly um, and it's worth going A, to their website and looking at coverage maps and B, going store and talk to them about it. You know, where, are you in a, a metro area? Where do you live? Yeah, I'm in the Sutherland Shore. I'm in like Menai, Elf yeah. Point, Illawong. I mean, the, the one thing, especially because you're doing it for the boys, uh, and it doesn't mean you have to do, do a major thing, is the Vodafone have, and I'm pretty sure it still exists, a 30-day guarantee. So you basically, you sign up. Um, and you would go on a prepaid anyway, like a BIR. You I wouldn't, would, yeah. You wouldn't go on a plan anyway. But, mate, if it's no good after 30 days, just change. Port the number to boost. You, you've already done that a million times. So you know how theoretically easy it is to move your, your number around. Uh, well, apart it certainly from, is, yeah. Yeah, apart from a little bit of hassle in terms of just getting it done. It's not like you can just ring up and change carriers. There's a bit of paperwork and the like. But, mate, you try Vodafone for 30 days and you don't like it, just move away. But you will find two things. Their 4G is lightning. It's brilliant. Um, I still think it's the fastest 4G network in Sydney. Um, there's no right. doubt in my mind about that. So the boys will love that. 
But having a fast network also chews up data, so you've got to be mindful of that. But, mate, three gig of data for 50 bucks is pretty good. But then again, $50 sounds like a lot of money to be paying for three boys, so it's 150 bucks. So, you know, yeah. going on boost for 40 is $30 saving a month for you. So the other thing I would encourage you to do is talk to someone like Voda about, uh, you know, going to the store and, and talk to them. And I might take this on, on notice and, and email our call here to voter and ask them because I'd be interested to know what, what they have in terms of family plans. Now, you're not going to switch any day soon, but just whacking the three boys together on a plan, you maybe you could get, say, 10 gig of data for $140 a month and it's all pooled together and, okay. and shared. I don't know that they do that yet for consumers. They, they definitely do it for businesses. Um, but that would be a really awesome outcome. And then, obviously, down the track, you could look at how their coverage is and maybe you could switch to voter, voter as well. Um, mm. So there's a few options there. Telstra have um, data sharing plans as well, but there's almost no doubt without even looking at their site that you won't find data like that in terms of gigabyte allowance with Telstra. Yeah, or Optus. I mean, they're the two that yeah, no, and so, you're, paying for, you're paying for it for both of them. So basically, ignore Telstra and Optus as carriers and look at Boost and Amasim as their, their low-cost carriers for those same two networks um, Vodafone has basically abandoned all of its low-cost carriers and just offered their own service now. So they're, they're, I think they're your options, mate. Boost, Amazim, and Vodafone. And you know what you could do? You could put each each of them on one one of those plans. You could go one of them on Boost, one of them on Amazim, and one of them on Voda. And, um, you know, after 30, or 60, after yeah. 30 or 60 days, talk to them about who's getting the best coverage, who's using more data and why, and that mm. kind of stuff. It'd be mm. interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it certainly would, and it's, and it's pretty good. I mean, it's that simple these days. you just got to sign up for a month and see how it goes. Perfect case study, really, mate. If you were to put the three boys on different plans, different carriers, come back in two months and tell me what um, what was best and why they chose it, I'd love to know. Um, so, yeah. All right. All right, mate. That's well, all uh, good, good, good luck with it, mate. How old are the boys, by the way? Good information. Um, 15... 17 and 19. Okay, right. Okay. Jeez, I've got that all ahead of me, obviously. Um, I just had a conniption thinking, holy, jeez, 150 bucks a month extra. I've got to pay for mobile calls. I'm, I'm assuming they're doing the chores, mate. Uh, yeah, they, in fact, they, they pay half. Okay, that's pretty so fair. We, we split it. So they've all got part-time jobs and we split it down the middle. Mm-hmm. And I've also got another one. I've got a daughter, but mm. she's the first one. So but she's working full-time, so yeah. she's on her own. She's on her own. You know, I don't know whether you heard my interview last week, the bloke um, from Fairshare, but even though it's, a, it's made for share houses, I reckon it'd be the perfect app for you and the, and, and the family, especially, you know, elderly, uh, el- elderly teenagers, elderly, stupid word, but um, late teens, because, you know, you list all the chores in the house and, and you're actually, you know, putting points or dollar value against them. So that they do their chores, they're either earning points or dollar value. And if they want to be lazy, fine, but it's going to cost them more for their phone bill that month and stuff like that. It's uh, right. a very yeah, interesting okay. idea for the family home, not just for the share home, I reckon. So if you've got an iPhone, check out um, Fair Share. Very cool idea. I'll look it up. Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch, mate. Appreciate your help. Let me know what you end up doing. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au.
Hello. And thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin.com.au for all their support. Now, I'm very excited. I'm heading out to Garmin, oh, I think it's next week, uh, to look at all their cool new goodies. So uh, in a couple of episodes, I'll, um, I'll have lots more exciting things to talk about. But have you thought about these fitness bands, these fitness trackers that are going around? Well, now's the time to say hello to the fitness band that knows your potential. No matter what you live for, make every step count with VivoFit, the fitness band that moves at the pace of your life. One look at the easy-to-read display and you'll know how many steps you've taken, the distance travelled, calories burned, and the time of day. And most importantly, VivoFit learns your current activity level, then assigns an attainable daily goal, and as you meet your milestones, VivoFit will adjust your goal the next day, gradually nudging you towards a healthier lifestyle. At Garmin Connect, you can earn virtual badges and view your progress on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. And there's no need to stop and sync your device to see your progress. VivoFit stores your stats right on your wrist, and later, with a touch of one button, you can wirelessly sync with Garmin Connect, the free wireless fitness community. So... It's a fantastic device because if you think about it, research has shown that prolonged periods of inactivity, such as sitting at a desk or for much of the day, decreases your body's production of fat-burning enzymes. So you can reverse that effect by taking frequent short walk breaks throughout your day. And while you might lose track of time and forget to move, VivoFit knows a red bar, um, a red move bar appears on the display after one hour of inactivity and builds when you've been sitting for too long. So just a walk for a couple of minutes to, uh, to reset the move bar. Keep on the move with Garmin VivoFit. Check it out on their website, garmin.com.au. Okay, a quick email uh, from Peter again. I mean, Peter, you're listening at night when you're falling asleep, but you've got the energy to email. Uh, he just said, and, it, and I know you didn't want me to read it out, I know, but just a thank you note. Uh, a weird feeling to hear my email about internet ethernet over power line being read out to your millions of listeners. Well, I think you might be overstating it, Pete, but I appreciate that, mate. Uh, I knew you'd make fun of me, uh, my picking up again the podcast the next day after I fell asleep. But um, um, and he makes a very good point. He's talking about last week's interview about sharehouse. Why does such a clearly smart guy still need to live in a sharehouse? Anyway, um, thank you, Peter. And as he says, I'm sure there's a huge number of people who appreciate the program and just don't get around to giving the feedback and kudos, um, which I expect is important professionally as it is personally. And you're absolutely right, Peter. And I'm not trying to, um, you know, make you send me feedback, but you've got to remember, and and I know I've said this before, but it's a weird thing sitting here in this. I love my studio. I love what I've built here in, in my home. Um, it's my man cave. It's my studio. I love sitting here, but it is weird talking to myself um the radio is different because it's live yeah so when i'm when i'm on the radio talking to people i've got another person to chat to or i'm doing a full show where i'm getting calls so i i know you're out there a podcast is a really weird experience because i'm talking to you i think you're there i'm confident you're there but i don't really know unless you say so so it's a weird thing and and you're right it's not just professionally and i was looking tonight and you know humble brag but i don't care your Tech Life is the most rated and most reviewed uh, Australian technology podcast on iTunes. And that means more to me than downloads because whoever's listening is taking the time to say, great show, thanks, five stars, whatever. And um, the fact that my listeners go go to do that in droves makes me feel great uh, about that. And, um, you know, 
uh, it, it means a lot. And to, you know, I'm not competitive, but I am very competitive. Um, but it means means a lot to me to to see that people are appreciating it and and to get your feedback. So thank you, Peter, and thank you everyone for listening. As I say, you don't have to get get out get out and send me a, a love note. Just um, say good day, uh, say hi on the website eftm.com.au. Your tech life with Trevor Long, and thank you for listening. Uh, your tech life. My name is Trevor Long. You can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long, or you can call one eight hundred one five seven one five seven. Let's go to calls. G'day, Margaret. Uh, uh, hello, Trevor. How can I help you, Trevor? I I have a computer, seven years old, mm-hmm. uh, laptop, but I've always just had it sitting on the desk, um, connected to a key- keyboard. Right. Um, it's running XP and Outlook Express, which is getting on in years. Yes. Yes, and it's not working very well. We're right. looking every now and again; it shuts down and then reopens. Okay. Now I want to I want to buy something else. Mm-hmm. I I'm uh, an old lady, <laughs> and I just want to do emails and look up things that interest me on the internet, mm-hmm. and uh, possibly I, I get sent emails to uh, with a link to it to. Um, Go on the internet. YouTube, etc. Yep. And at the moment, the YouTube bit doesn't work when I try to link. Uh, However, I'm yes. going to get something new. What's your internet and connection like, Margaret? Quite good. So think, is, yes. is it is it just through the phone line or do you have cable or it's anything? Through the phone line, yes. Okay. Um, yes. It's, all, it's always interesting, though, some of the problems you have with watching videos and things can be because of your internet connection. So... Uh, upgrading that computer computer would might be like buying a Ferrari but still having a, a dirt country road, so that, that's one thing to be cautious of. I think so. Well, so you definitely don't need a laptop anymore, do you? Well, I wondered if just a notebook would do me. I only use oh, four hundred megabytes a month or something. Yeah, no, no. Look, I think that's true. But in terms of where you sit and how you use it, you don't need um, you don't need to be able to move it around or take it around the house. No, I don't particularly, yeah. but I'm thinking of getting wireless and prepaid mm-hmm. because my sister has a prepay thing and uh, I, I have a, quite a cheap thing with Telstra, only $30 a month, mm. but for 180 she pays 12 months in advance yes. and gets 12 gigabytes. Has she got an iPad? No, I haven't. No, has it, was it your daughter you were talking about that had wireless? No, that's my sister, oh, and sister. she's got. She lives in the country, and has found Telstra Wireless quite good. I, you know, if you are just uh, reading emails, browsing yeah. the internet, and on YouTube, have you thought about getting an iPad? Uh, no, I haven't really. I just thought of getting a, a lesser laptop or a notebook. Yeah. But Look, will an iPad do that work? Well, I mean, an iPad is 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 going to be. Very easy to do to get your emails. You can certainly get on the internet and you can certainly watch your YouTube videos. But I guess what I would say to you though is, are you in the in, in Sydney? Yes, yes. You know, I'm looking on the JB Hi-Fi website, for example, and um, there are computers on this website that are what are called all-in-ones. Now, what that means yes. is it's it's a big it's a screen. But there's no tower or anything next to it. It's just the screen, and the computer is built into the back of the screen. So all that plugs into your screen is the power, the keyboard, and the mouse. Now, do you have a budget in mind? Uh, no, I can afford something decent. Yeah, so look, I think for $1,000, for example, uh, between 1000 and 1500 
you can get yourself a really nice all-in-one computer. And that means that it's a nice big screen, which is going to be great. Um, it's going to be reasonable power, um, and it'll, it'll last you a very, very long time. Now, Margaret, the only thing I'd say to you is that no matter what you buy today, you do have a learning curve ahead of you because no computer today is is like Windows XP. Whether you buy an iPad, an Apple, or a new Dell with Windows 8, they're all very different. Um, yes, I so, have, have the, seen the, the touch screen. Mm, so, so just bear that in mind and, and remember that you might get frustrated, but it'll be okay. <laughs> um, yes. you, you'll get there. I'll go back. I'll go back to the seniors' computer class. Great, and that, you know what? That, that they'll they'll be running Windows Eight courses, and that'll be the best thing to sign up for. I, I think, sure. even though I'd love to think that you, you know an iPad would do everything, I think an iPad might be relatively different for you because of the. Um, on-screen keyboard, although you can yeah. buy separate keyboards for them. Um, but there might be times when you miss having a computer. So, uh, well, sometimes I'd like to be able to print, uh, scan and print photos. Well, then, then having but a computer not, not... connected to a, to a printer like that might be useful. Yes, hmm. you can't do that from an iPad. Well, you can, you can print things from an iPad if you've got the right style printer. So there's a lot of if, buts, and maybes about it, though. So my advice to you is to pop into someone like Harvey Norman or JB Hi-Fi. And, and the best advice I can give you, Margaret, is do not buy the first one you see. Uh, do not let the salesman sell you up on them. And have you got a pen and paper well, there anywhere nearby? Yes, I'm making notes. Yes. Here's what I think. These are the three key things I want you to not compromise on. Um, yes. I want you to get an Intel Core i5. Okay, yes. Intel Core i5, that's like the engine of the computer. Yes. Now, there's an i3 and there's also other, other names and brands, but I want you to get a Core i5. Now, I want you to put in yes. brackets i7. If it's an i7 and you can afford it, fantastic. That's even faster, okay. but you don't need yes. it, right? So that's the crucial thing. You don't need an i7, but, it, but if it's affordable, great. The second thing yes. I want you to write down is 8GB, 8 gigabytes of RAM, R-A-M. Yes. Okay, 8 yes, GB of old, RAM. My old one only has 500 megabytes. Oh my goodness! You'll you'll never you'll ne you'll you'll notice the difference here. And the last yes. one is is the hard drive. I think you should have at least 500 gigabytes. Okay. Okay. If you meet yes. those three criteria, you'll probably end up spending I'd say around 13 to 1400 dollars. I want you to I want you to take that. I want you to find from Harvey's, from the good guys, from JB Hi-Fi, all the different computers that match those criteria. And then I want you to drive them hard on the price, push a bargain, and I think you'll end up with a beautiful computer. Oh, thank you very much. All right. right. So good luck yes. with that. And uh, and feel free to, to, to get in touch with me uh, via my website. Um, just search for Trevor Long on, on the internet. You'll find me. And, uh, and let me know what you end up buying. Okay, Margaret? Thank you very much. And Good thank on you. Thank you so much for ringing, Dave. No problems at all, and thank you for getting in touch. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au, or call 1-800-157-157. And thank you for listening, Your Tech Life. My name's Trevor Long. Get in touch anytime. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Let's go to calls. Go, Pat. Hi, Trevor. I'm ringing about our telephone and the MBN. And how are those two uh, things linked? Have you got the NBN? Oh, well, we signed up to the NBN at the end of last year mm -hmm. and we were told that we could still have a home phone through correct. the NBN. Yes, that's correct. We've Okay, we've now tried several 
different modems and we've been through our service provider who's done all sorts of troubleshooting and we still can't get the phone to work. Really? Who is your provider for the yeah. for the internet? Uh, Exitel. Exitel. Yeah. Oh, okay. And is it a new home or like a new estate or is it just a, they rolled the MBN past your house? Oh, they just rolled it past our house. It's, a, it's quite an old area. And mm. and what happens is that if you make, if you try to call the number, mm. um, you, you get nothing on the end of your phone because we've tried dialing this home phone number through our mobile. Yeah. And nothing seems to happen. So you think, oh, well, it hasn't gone through. So yeah. you hang up. And then about five minutes later, the home phone rings. What? So you call it yeah. and basically like hang up and then suddenly it just patches through. Yeah, but but minutes later, not seconds, it's minutes later. Wow. And, and, yeah, and what, it just and rings? you can't make outgoing phone calls at all. And, and, and it... Um... It, it When it rings after you've made the call several minutes earlier, it, can you pick it up and it's just a deadline? Yeah, yeah. When you pick oh, it up, there's nothing there. That's ridiculous. And what does Exitel say? Um, well, Exitel sort of tried the line and, and tried all sorts of different things mm-hmm. uh, and then said, no, it's the modem. So we got on to Netcom, which is where we purchased the modem from, mm-hmm. and uh, and they tried a number of giving us a number of different settings to change, which we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually they took the modem back and gave us a new modem, mm-hmm. and we still have the same problem. Right. Well, I don't have any contacts at Exitel, but I, I have spoken to people at Netcom in the past, and I also have had contacts with people at the NBN Co. So I think what I'll do is um, get all your details off the air, and maybe we'll put you in touch with the NBN Co. And I want to know what they say about this. I know they're not the retail service provider, but it's still a pretty poor outcome. And I'll pass your details also onto Netcom and see whether a bit of pressure can uh, can be put to bear on either of them to give you some resolution, because it's a bit ridiculous, really. Um, how long has this been going on for? Uh, uh, a month or so, since January. Oh, blimey. Oh, that is amazing. Well, it's yeah. lucky you've got mobile phones, isn't it? Well, it's it's pretty poor. I mean, most of my friends can contact us by mobile, but my mother, who is uh, in her eighties, does not ring mobiles, and so yeah, it's really yeah. it's really freaking her out that that we're not contactable on a landline. Wow. Rightio. Well, look, stay there, um, stay on the line. I will uh, talk to you in a second, get you all your details, and we'll try and get you some resolution through those companies. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. All right, thanks for calling, Pat. And uh, you can get in touch anytime. Just go to the website eftm.com.au or call 1-800-157-157. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Your Tech tech Life life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening to Your Tech Life. My name is Trevor Long. Now, a few weeks ago, um, we talked about uh, the rush on not just buying TVs, but selling TVs. And you think about it, and as I explained back then, you think about it, it was the case pretty much for the last eight to 10 years that when you bought a new TV, you just threw your old one out because it was analog. It was of no use after 2013. So there was no point really doing anything with it and it had no value. But today, if you're thinking, wow, look at these new LGs and Samsungs and Sonys and they're all going to hit the market. If you've got, I don't know, 16 grand for a uh, 78 incher, 
you really need a contribution to that fund. <laughs> so selling the old TV is a pretty viable option these days because, you know, there's always people willing to buy things, whether it's um, for the man cave, for the second bedroom, or for their main lounge room TV. Who knows? And one of the places where people are doing that in droves is on Gumtree. And to talk to us about that is Nikki from Gumtree. G'day, Nikki. Hi, how are you? I'm excellent. Now, I find this really interesting because, as I say, it, it kind of didn't... I mean, I'm sure people were selling TVs, but not to the levels that you're seeing today. Yeah, that's right. I mean, our electronics category as a whole has grown a huge amount in the last couple of years. But in the last month alone, our TV listings on the site have grown by 16%, which is pretty incredible. So uh, we're just seeing more and more people listing those, um, I guess, near new TVs mm. as they're deciding to upgrade. And that's the thing. We're not talking about old old clunkers here. A lot of the time, they are. They might even be a smart TV. Um, that they'll, they'll almost certainly, you know, have things like HD. So it's not like they're a, you know, an absolute bug of a TV. It's uh, it's quite possible people are looking at two and three year old TVs and saying this is fine, but I just want a new one and. And, you know, you've got something like 6,000 second-hand TVs there. It's it's a staggering amount when you think about what people can do with that extra money in a contribution to a new TV. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and, in fact, of that 6,000 that we have on the site at the moment, there's actually almost 10% that are listed as brand new and never been used. Right. So these really are, you know, very, very up-to-date um, pieces of technology that are available. Um, you know, you're talking about uh, the majority of uh, plasma and LED TVs are listed at half the original price. There's something like 400 smart TVs, and that's a very new phenomenon. So if you've got, let's say you bought a TV in 2003, 2004, 2005, it probably doesn't have anywhere near the smarts that even a 2010 or 11 model has. So that's the thing. You can shift up your lounge room with someone else's secondhand goods uh, just with a simple purchase. Yeah, that's exactly right. And as you say, it doesn't have to be, you know, you're upgrading to the latest technology. It can just be, you know, a a smaller upgrade. You know, you're looking for something that to step up from what you currently got. Um, And Gumtree is a great place to find a huge range of different options that are are available at the moment. And as you said, Trevor, you know, we're we're looking at items that are significantly cheaper than, um, you know, the price that uh, you would pay in retail. So it's it's really a great option. So it was interesting. um, I was chatting with Stephen Finnick about this during Two Bikes Talking Tech a couple of weeks ago. And I was doing a live search. I found one. It was hilarious. It was a great listing. Um, just for fun value, let alone anything else. It, talk, it was a bloke who said his wife's kicked him out and the, the thing didn't fit in his car, so you know it was 100 bucks, and it was a ridiculously good deal. I sent a text message, didn't get a reply. Now, he's either taken the mickey or he sold the thing, but it did make me think, okay, so this is where it gets interesting for people, and, and let's just talk quickly broadly about Gumtree um, and, and how it operates and, and why it is the way it is because it's very different to other online sales sites. Um, it's not an eBay because it's not... Um, you know, an auction-based thing. It is really just a good old-fashioned classified, isn't it? That's exactly right. I mean, you can think of Gumtree as being exactly the same as your traditional newspaper classified, except we're, we're online now. So, you know, anybody can post an ad um, offering or even looking for whatever it is that they are after. Um, and so, you know, the, the key 
I guess, watch out there is that, you know, there, there are a really broad range of ads that are up on the site. And so we're always cautioning our users to use a bit of common sense. So in, as with the example that you've given, um, if something sounds like it could be good, too good to be true, um, it most likely is. So we're always encouraging people to just be cautious. Um, because we are a classifieds, we're very locally based. So Gumtree is all about local trading in your neighbourhood. Um, and so the, the main thing is that you should always meet face-to-face. It gives you a chance as a buyer to have a look at, at whatever the item is, to check out the new TV that you're looking at purchasing, um, to negotiate a price while you're there with the seller on site, yep. uh, and then you can both sort of transact there and then and everybody gets to walk away happy. And it's not a, it's not a difficult thing to do. I guess it's it's funny because it was the way we all operated with classifieds, and then we became accustomed to this system of, you know, looking at someone's sales history, you know, online transactions, all this kind of stuff was it's kind of become ingrained in us. So this is a way. I mean, Gumtree's been around for for ages, obviously, but because of the trend, perhaps back towards this style of sale, or just the the bulk of items being sold, we just need to remind people of that that those concepts of of basic buyer etiquette and seller etiquette, um, because you know buyer beware. Um, but there's some great deals on the site. I mean, what are what are the other you know question without notice? But what are the other categories that that really surprise you in terms of their success or the amount of people that that use them or the listings that occur on Gumtree? Because it is a, an amazingly diverse um, range of content on the site. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we have a really broad range of stuff. One of the categories that has grown a lot recently, um, in fact, last year it grew by over 75%, um, is our antiques and collectibles category, which wouldn't be, I guess, most people's first thought as as, uh, an option on Gumtree. But we're seeing more and more people jumping online and listing uh, a whole range of stuff from, you know, furniture and... um, you know, house goods right through to outdoor items, clothing, uh, artworks, all sorts is going into that category. So that's a really interesting one to have a look at as well. Mm, okay. Interesting stuff. Easy to use. Um, if you haven't been to Gumtree, check it out. Um, nice and easy. And if you're in the market for a TV, now seems like a good time, doesn't it, Nikki? Absolutely. Good on you, Nikki. Thanks for the chat, and we'll catch up again soon. Great. Thanks, Trevor. Thank you for listening, your tech life. Let's go to calls. G'day, Ashley. Evening, Trevor. How are you? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? I uh, just sent you an email there about our modem. Uh, it's a D6300 Netgear modem that I bought after listening to your uh, you talking about... I'm to blame. I'm always to yeah. blame, aren't I? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, when, when we first got it, really impressed with the, the wireless speed of it um, over our uh, old Telstra standard modem. Yep. So that, that part was good. But I was disappointed with the, the coverage, the range of it. The range um, of the wireless? Up, yeah, I ended up having to buy a range extender to get back to what I had previously. D6300, um, so remind me, that's AC, That's not AC, is it? That's, uh, yes, it is. It is AC, yeah. It is. I haven't got any AC. I was going to say you don't have any AC. hanging off it, but no. So the um, old router gave you better Wi-Fi coverage, you're saying? Coverage, yes. Speed, no. Ah, interesting. Kind of a trade-off, I wonder. Yeah, 
And has the range um, extender done okay in terms of getting you still getting you the speed advantage? It's, it's not a lot of difference now, to be honest. Yeah, right. um, if if I can stay on the five G one, yes. it's better. Yes. Um, but it doesn't have the range of the two G one. I wonder if, um, and again, this is getting to the complex side of things, but I wonder if there might be channel interference or anything in your area. Well, that's really what I wanted to talk to you about. <clears throat> the, the additional and probably worst problem is that we keep having to turn it off and reboot it. Oh to get decent speed out of it. Right. Uh, I've run a speed test, and like on a good day, we get about four to five megabits a second. Um, and it it's, keeps dropping down to like one, or below wow. one, okay. at which point you can't do a damn thing. So you turn the modem off, leave it off for a bit, turn it back on again, um, and it's back to normal. And we seem to be having to do that more and more often. Who's your ISP? Telstra. Telstra. That's actually a good thing because I the first thing I would do is I, I would want a line test to be done. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's very rare for a new piece of hardware to need rebooting. Very common for an old one, but not, not for a new yeah. one. And while I, I think that there's some merit in, in you know, getting Netgear to talk to you about what perhaps firmware updates or configuration settings you could use... Um, I actually think you you should talk to Big Pond uh, about your issue. But again, it's it's a trick. You've got to be careful not to let them feel like they've got an out by blaming your modem. So, mm. uh, you know, they're obviously going to go through all the common tests and things, but you kind of don't want to let them know, if it is the case, that you've been noticing it since you got the new modem because they, they're just going to blame the modem then. But it may have actually yep. been there before, but kind of, uh, you know, the old modem might have coped with it better or who knows what. But I'm wondering whether they should do some tests on the line. So they, you know, you disconnect and they actually do a line test. Uh, they might send someone out, you know, check for water and, and copper cable issues um, yep. to prove all that. Do you know how far away from your exchange you are? Uh, I don't know in actual kilometres, but when I have spoken to Telstra before about our lousy internet speed, yeah, they've said that. Um, they said you're too far away from the exchange for yeah. us to do anything else. So it's a kicker. That is that is the biggest issue, yeah. And, you know, it can be as simple as even more more connections along the way cause it to get, it to get worse for you. So oh, okay. a lot of contributing factors, um, you know, to the point where you, you might have to consider wireless, but that's going to get expensive in terms of download. So... I would recommend first and foremost you kind of subtly hammer Big Pond a little more um, yep. about the quality of the line. Secondly to that, I will forward your information to Netgear and perhaps someone there will be able to talk to you about doing some basic tests. Do you have any Android devices in the house? No, they're all um, Apple okay. or, um, or PC. Because uh, Netgear have, I've got to say, a fantastic buddy app. It's called uh, Netgear Wi-Fi Analytics, but it's only on Android. And it allows you to look at what's happening in your area. I can see all my neighbors' networks, what channel they're on, and what their what their um, uh, range is, signal quality, stuff like that. It's fantastic. So you can really get a sense of what's potentially inter interrupting. Um, yep. That may be another issue. But look, leave the Netgear side of things with me. Let me pass your details on so they can maybe talk to you a little. Um, hammer, net, ha hammer Big Pond a bit while you're um, while you're waiting. And we'll see whether we can get you some resolution um, in between the two, all right? Yeah, that'd be good because it's, it's a bit frustrating because, you know, one minute it'll work okay and next minute it's basically back to like dial-up. Yeah, and, and annoying. I, I'm worried that in the end it's going to be about that that range from the exchange. 
and that that mm. is just such a big problem with um, ADSL, and it's a reason the NBN is a very valuable proposition for us because you know ADSL drops off dramatically. So yeah, they are they are digging uh, at the end of the street and around the neighbourhood, putting in NBN cabling. Oh. So I've got the fingers crossed that it won't be too far away. Oh, TikTok, TikTok! My goodness. Yeah. All right, mate. Leave it with me, and we'll see what we can do. Thanks for getting in touch. All right. Thanks, Trevor. Cheers. And you can get in touch as well. Just uh, call 1-800-157-157, or you can go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. All right. So don't forget, go to the website, eftm.com.au. Enter the competition because you've you got to be in it to win it. It's free. It's not like the lotto. You've got to pay money. This is free. All it takes is your time to go to the website, type in your name, phone number, email address, and click enter. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to think. You shouldn't even need to think about your name. So just do it. It's easy. Uh, and you could win a share in $2,197 worth of prizes, including that brand new Lenovo X1 Carbon Ultrabook packing an i5 processor. Super thin, super light, beautiful device. One of my favorite Ultrabooks on the market. Valued at $1,749 plus a nice little $100 backpack. Lenovo ThinkPad backpack, which I've been using for a few weeks. It's great. Uh, really good and comfy backpack for uh, pulling a laptop around. So uh, enjoy that to our winner, but it's uh, still a few weeks away, so you've got time to enter now. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Uh, get in touch. Say good day. one eight hundred one five seven one five seven, or go to the website, uh, eftm.com.au. 